Shed Some Light, episode 251, coming to you on a Saturday. Michael and Jack are back. Dutton's back as well. Uh, it is almost Christmas time, and you know what that means. It's NBA Day. Hell yeah, dude. The one, back. the one day of the year where it's acceptable to just watch the NBA. Well, not anymore. Now there's football on. There's NFL football on Christmas Day. Just kidding. Get fucked, the NBA. Don't watch Sorry, the NBA. Shit, bitch. <laughs> Get fucked. It's it's football season still. It's still football, baby. Um, but I do think I I forget if it's the Christmas Eve game or the Christmas Day game, and it is uh, the Jets versus the Commanders. So it's the thirty second ranked offense versus the thirty second ranked defense. Yes, yes, yes. The stoppable force versus the impossible to push object. Immovable object. The the, the movable object versus the stoppable force. I tell you what, I still think. Do the Bulls play on Christmas Day? Probably not. I still think I would rather watch Jets Commanders than any NBA game. Probably. And that just goes to show you that the NBA product is interesting, to say the least. I don't know about you, but to me, this entire week leading up to Christmas has just felt like a continuous Thursday. I've woken up every single day this week being like, oh, it's Thursday. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's felt like a long week. The uh, I mean, I guess so, yeah. For me, it has, at least. The week has been long. The days have been very short. But like I said, dude, I, I have just woken up in a Thursday mindset the entire week. I don't know if that's good or bad. I, ha- I feel like I haven't been that productive. Well, yeah, so that's the other thing, too. Is like I woke up with that on Monday, and then it was a real kick in the nuts realizing that it was a Monday. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, it's a Thursday. And then I was like, oh, shit. We're also, we're also in a great two-week stretch in corporate America where just things aren't getting done. Like, yeah, but that's the thing. I'm not in corporate America, so it still just is the same shit for you're, me. You're at work, and it's like, I'm at work, but I'm am I physically, working? Physically, <laughs> I'm there. Mentally. I've been gone. I've been gone. I've been checked out for so long. We got a good, uh, good episode in store for the folks today. Lots to talk about. Lots of... Uh, I, I think we have some pretty exciting football news to, to start off the show with. So do we want to just jump into Notre Dame? Yeah. All right, so, I mean, obviously National Signing Day was third Wednesday? Yep. Wednesday. This past week. Signed Sh- everyone. Yeah, signed everybody. Uh, I would like to give a shout-out and a Miller Lite to the Notre Dame football media team. Media team is second to none on college football. They have been fucking killing it, dude. And I I guess you can attribute that to Freeman, I guess, too, because it kind of really started when he was a head coach. So shout out to him as well. Um, Yeah, I love the incoming class. Great. Finished ninth in the nation. Um, You know who finished 10th? It has to be a team that has more stipulations on them than Notre Dame, correct? I thought I thought that at certain schools it was easier to recruit, or yeah. it should be easier to recruit to than Notre Dame. So then if you finish behind Notre Dame, you have to have more stipulations. So it, it 10 had to be wouldn't, like wouldn't, an Ivy League type of school? I don't like know. Do you Harvard think Ivy League or, would get that high, though? Well, you know— you, yeah. It would have to be a school that has good facilities— Mm-hmm. Probably a better lunchroom, yeah. better training tables. Huh. I don't know. Check do for the folks out there listening. See who finished tenth in this recruiting class. I, I would have to do some research on that. Oh, 
Um, is that Louisiana State University? The, the Tigers? No. Couldn't be. Behind Notre Dame? That can't be right. I thought that it was easier to recruit there. Let me refresh the page real quick. No? Yeah, that's still saying LSU. Hmm. Huh. That's, that's odd. I wonder if they got the rankings wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I think I think that uh I mean, maybe I don't want to jump the gun here, but is is Notre Dame on the verge of getting a a coach from there too as well? I mean, what coach would want to go from LSU to Notre Dame? Ugh. Like, dude, just like we said, more parameters. You can't win there. There's no talent at Notre Dame. Like, who would want to do that? Certainly not the best offensive coordinator in the nation, according to LSU fans. I think I think that LSU's offense was number one in the SEC this past year. Yeah, I do believe so. No it, shot there. Offensive it, coordinators coming to Notre Dame. It right? would be really. Yeah, I wonder who's running their offense. Hmm. 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 Jared Parker to Troy, folks. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Troy. <laughs> I'm a huge Troy Troy fan. I'm now. the number one Troy fan in the world. I just found out today that they're in Alabama. Amen, Detroit. Where where would you have guessed? I thought that they were on the East Coast. So I would have gone East Coast, but I would have gone in like South Carolina territory. Yes, for sure. I thought they were in the Carolinas. Yeah. Alabama. Alabama doesn't surprise me. It would have shocked me if it was in like Oklahoma. Or like some shit in like the middle of the country. Yeah. Then that would have like been like, wow. But like Troy, that makes sense. Troy, Alabama. I could see it. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, so we'll stop beating around the bush a little bit. Uh, Notre Dame finished ninth recruiting-wise, right be- right ahead of LSU. Um, signed everybody. Who is the guy? So I, I have a couple dudes. Obviously, there's your, your headliners, like CJ Carr, all them. Who is the guy that you're looking forward to, like, seeing play next year? Okay, Williams, for sure, without a doubt. Okay, so... I put Cam Williams in that that headliner category, and and I guess my guy I guess is still technically so I have I have two that I think will make an immediate impact next year. Okay. Uh, KVA. Yep. Uh, Kingston Viliamaasu I think is going to be a fucking stud. Um, and then I'm going to butcher his name because I've never been able to pronounce it right. But Gerbert, Ger, Gerby Landry, Lambert or whatever yeah, his name is. Gerby Lambert. I, I think he's going to be a fucking stud, dude. That dude's a giant. I, I'm pretty sure he's listed at 6'6 or 6'7. And he's like 3'10, 3'15 coming into Notre Dame. Right. Like, you're only going to get bigger. And I, I, I guess that this is my, like, most under-the-radar pick for, like, the national media. But... Again, Bryce Young. No. Oh, with the with the genes, Kennedy Erlacher. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I just I hope that he plays up to his potential. I, I don't really see him like I think he has a ton of room to grow. It, he's a safety? Yeah. Okay. Tough that like Taylor's kids coming in the year after. That's that's an elite one two punch yeah. though. Yeah. No, I think Kennedy Erlacher's good. I think Bryce Young can be very good. Yep. Um, I also think that, like, two dudes that are just getting 
so far overlooked in this class are both the running backs. Cadron Young and Aeneas Williams are going to be fucking... Both of them are going to be fucking monsters. Aeneas Williams is... Uh, Bo- both of them are going to be disgusting. Yeah. Like, they are insanely good. And I think they are getting... Like, they they had been signed... Or they had been committed to Notre Dame for so long... That I felt like people kind of like lost the luster of like... Oh, these guys are like absolute fucking monsters. Right, right, right. Um... So I think both of them are going to be disgustingly good. Going through the list here, who else is definitely? I mean, Styles Prescott. I think he's he, he he's, he's a big dude. Coming from Fishers too, I like that we're we're yeah. keeping him in the state there. Uh, who else do we have here? Bodie Cahoon. I mean, um, some dude that it, I believe might be playing for the bowl game. Now that just because you said Styles Prescott remind me name wise, uh, Chuck Jagasaw. Yes, he is playing. Dude. I think starting. Fuck yes, I'm all about Charles Jagasaw, baby. Run some dudes over. Yeah, love Charles Jagasaw. Great name. Just a fucking fantastic name. Uh, if I mean, if we're gonna talk about safeties with Kennedy Erlacher, Bronte Johnson, beast. Okay, so this is the thing, too. A lot of people are saying that they're worried about our defense next year. I am not worried about our defense next year at all. Not anymore. I was a couple I, weeks I ago. I wasn't really at all. I don't. I was never even remotely close to as worried as everybody else was there, no, at any point. Well, there, not, not necessarily talent-wise. There was a chance a couple weeks ago that our defense was going to be young, young like Notre Dame men's basketball young, like third youngest in, in Division One. Yeah. Um, but I mean, listen, you get Riley Mills and Howard Cross coming back. Yep. Riley Mills, I understand. Howard Cross, I don't understand. But I'll Jack take Kaiser. it. I love it. Jack Kaiser. Jack Kaiser, I understand as well. No offense. Probably not going to do anything in the NFL, so might as well get as many colleges as you can. Um, you still got BMO coming back. You still got basically all your corners besides Cam Hart coming back. And then Xavier Watts, I guess, is still up in the air. The longer that you go without an announcement, the better. Yeah. It, it favors, in my opinion, him coming back to Notre Dame, so I will take that as well. Agreed. Um, I legit think that Al Golden can run it back with best defense in the nation next year. So with the rumors swirling that Mike Denbrock... Stop beating around the bush again. Yeah, is, the, is coming back. The rumors and pretty much confirmed... Mike Denbrock is leaving LSU to come back to Notre Dame. The only reason that I am hesitant to fully announce that is because of like the Andy Ludwig PTSD. But I think and but, hope. But was was there like this? Seems like everybody is reporting that it's like a done deal. Basically, yeah. I didn't think that that happened with Andy Ludwig, unless I'm remembering it wrong. No, you're correct in that instance. But I'm just saying that like I, there was there was a point where I was fairly certain that Ludwig was coming yeah and I'm fairly certain that Denbrock is coming too barring any unforeseen circumstances but a as long as Al Golden doesn't leave for the NFL a Mike Denbrock Al Golden combo for your OCDC could be best in college football easily and it, it's it's such a great move on Freeman's part where he can just kind of hire these two guys that are Proven commodities, known experts, let them kind of have the reins on their side of the ball, and Freeman can just do his thing. Yep. It's, it's, I'm so excited. 
so excited. I'm pumped. And with the 2024 schedule? Yeah. I mean, you literally have to win, like, two games. Like, there are two major games in that. And it's like it's like Texas A&M first game of the year, which is kind of in fucking shambles right now, too. And then USC. And this is the thing, too, because I, I kind of said this going into this year, but, like, I just I don't see them finishing wor- worst 10-2. and two. At the yeah. worst. Yeah. 12-0 and 0 is highly probable on the table. Obviously, a 12-team playoff, you're making that. I'm really not trying to get over my skis here, but. Yeah. No, I'm very excited for next year. We we haven't even talked about Riley Leonard officially committing. Yeah. I mean, we we have a lot of people that are officially committed now. Yeah, I mean, you, you we know what the team's going to look like. Yeah, but have we talked about the official commits yet since the last time? Yeah, because we talked about, like, Bo Collins and yeah. all them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I mean. I like it. I like it a lot. I like where this team's going. I like all the commits. I think there are a good amount of commits, and this may be like one of the first years that you can say this. I feel like there's a good amount of commits that can make an instant impact. As long as Notre Dame signs Mike Denbrock, this is the probably best that I have felt about Notre Dame football in... Since 11, last year, <laughs> eleven years, twelve. Years. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna years. lie about it. It's been since last year. I felt great going into last year's season. I but, said this is probably again, the best team, top to bottom, that we've had in a while. Again, that was us talking us ourselves into Jared Parker knowing what he was gonna do as yeah. offensive coordinator. And and I this I year probably you're taking, said you're taking that variability out of it. Yeah. As long as Mike Denbrock gets signed. Y- yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would say the um, I would say the offense has the potential. So the the offense this current year that is still happening, before everybody transferred and everything like that, I think is technically more talented than the one we're gonna have next year. This pat this past year. Yeah. So I'll say this, and what I mean by that is that last year's the offensive floor was lower, or was higher. The floor was higher. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. This team's ceiling is higher. Agreed. I can get behind that. Could you imagine if uh, Estime would be on this upcoming oh year's team? Oh, my fucking God. The biggest question with this upcoming Pencil year's team— Pencil me in for 16-0. and 0. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, the biggest question with this upcoming year's team is just going to be offensive line. Right, but the, but the talent on the offensive line that they have is insane. Like th- they shouldn't have a problem with the offensive line, but that will be the biggest question. Correct. So, also, I love the fucking tight end that we signed, uh, Jack, whatever his name is, or whatever, something or other. Some tight end with red hair. He looks Jack like a Larson. leprechaun. Yeah, he looks like a leprechaun. Yeah, love it. Shout out. Meant to be at Notre Dame. From Charlotte, North Carolina. No, yeah, doing? I'm. I am very excited to watch this team play. The bowl game. We're gonna. We we should have an episode out before the bowl game. Yeah. Uh. The 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 bowl game for me is like obviously I want I, I 
I'm hoping and rooting and wanting Notre Dame to win. At the end of the day, the bowl game for me is just going to be like, oh, that guy's going to be good next year. Like that, I'm going to say that 15 times. I am putting less than zero stock in the bowl game. I Ooh. I really don't care. Like I care. I want Notre Dame to win, obviously. But that's like, exactly what I'm saying. Like I I want them to win. Sure. At the end of the day, I'm just looking to see who's going to be good next year. Like what what dudes am I going to look at and be like, damn, he put on a real good fucking performance out there. I'm I'm happy to see him next year. I I I don't want to uh, overlook uh, Angeli and Minchie and them, but like I wish CJ Carr could just play. The yeah, game. fuck it, dude. Just put him in there. <laughs> yeah, fucking let him let him sling it. He threw the fade pass to the offensive lineman yeah. in the practice. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but speaking of recruiting and such. I got to tip my hat. Chad Bone's the funniest dude of all time. <laughs> the fucking clip of him on the Wake Up the Echoes podcast in in dead seriousness saying how he wanted Marcus Freeman to jump out of a helicopter when a recruit came is the funniest clip I've ever seen in my entire life. Not even, doesn't even crack a smile. He's like, no, I'm dead fucking serious. I asked him to do this. So for those who haven't seen this or know about the clip, Tony Simeone asked Marcus Freeman, with Chad Bowden sitting right there, what is like the craziest thing that you have had to say no to from the director of recruiting, Chad Bowden? And Chad Bowden goes on to explain how well, he no, wanted... So the best part is Freeman says jumping out of a plane. Yeah. And Tony Simeone thinks that he is just saying like he wants somebody to jump out of a plane. And Chad Bowden is like, no, I wanted it for the effect. Yeah. Right? Marcus Freeman like, to jump out of the plane. Yeah. And he, but he leads him on to, he's like, the effect. Like, that's the greatest part of it. You know, like, imagine, like, you're a recruit. You see the Golden Dome. You see Touchdown Jesus. Go to the football stadium. You see Newt Rockty. And then a helicopter comes over, and Marcus Freeman jumps out of a plane. How cool is that? And he's like, oh, you wanted Marcus Freeman to jump out the plane. He's like, yeah, exactly. And that's why I think that might be one of the greatest jobs uh, in America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, Dude. like, essentially, you're combining a passion for, obviously, Notre Dame football. And it, it reminds me, his mindset reminds me of someone who would have come off of, like, uh, early 2000s MTV, like, Rob Deerdeck Fantasy Factory, where you just, like, think of the craziest things and how you can connect that to Notre Dame football. Yeah, and then he's the guy, and, and then you just execute like, on that. Yeah, that this is what I do. Yeah, fucking dude, I like, love Chad Bode. Give him a lifetime. What contract. What would be really cool? Head coach jumping out of an airplane. Duh. I just, I just like <laughs> I would love to have been a fly on the wall for like Marcus Freeman sitting in his office. Chad Bowden like fucking knocks on the door. He's like, "All right, Marcus, just think about this, right? Next time, big recruit comes, I'll take him into the stadium." Then you helicopter jump out. Thoughts? So Freeman's like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" The thing is, too, like, obviously, recruit. He Bowden's doing such a great job on recruiting. So Freeman's greenlighting a lot of these things. There's clearly had to have been other things that he said no yeah, to, I and I want to know what I, yeah, those are. Exactly. Like, I want to know <laughs> all the things that he has said. Yeah. That he's gotten shut down. If on. if if jumping out of an airplane has been pitched, what else has? Been? Yes, dude. Like I, I want, I want a list of everything that Chad Bowden has ever pitched. Absolutely, to Marcus Freeman. Yes. I just want to see what it is. Yeah. So does Dutton. Dutton wants a list. You too. want the list too? 
Dutton, you want the list? He wants the list. He's giving a smile like he does. I'm telling you, dude, that's got to be such a sweet job. Yeah, seriously. And, like, again. Sweet job. Want the list. Chad Bowden, another one. Lifetime contract. Don't give a fuck. Yep. I want that guy there till I die. Also, I don't know if you saw the fucking the zip-up jacket that he was wearing. Yeah. Sick. Sick. Release it all. Same thing with Freeman. Did you see the green sweatshirt with the gold outline of the leprechaun? Fuck. He's I always there. I mean, they're, they're. It's just unfair the amount of swag. I just want the same shit that they have. Yeah, that's all I want. It's not too much to ask for. I don't think it is. Same no. shit. Yeah, just want the same shit, dude. But also, like, if you, if that's what you got to do to keep Freeman there, fuck it. I'm fine with it. I won't wear the same shit. I'll make the sacrifice. That's really who's making the sacrifice. Me. The common consumer. Shout out to you, Jack. Way to go. I'm the one keeping Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. Cade Cunningham appreciates me. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this the, the 24 football season has the potential. I I just want to be able to like look back on this and there will be like kids with shirts in the future being like, party like it's 24. And I'm just going to party like, like it is because it is. Dude, I'm nervous if Notre Dame ever wins a national title. I, I've made it clear on the pod, podcast multiple times. I'm taking at least a week off after that. And I will be drunk seven days in a row. Well, that's the thing. Like, I I watched Notre Dame win a national title in lacrosse, and I was, like, screaming and yelling at the TV. If Notre Dame went, like, I swear to God, Notre Dame's in a national title game, lock me in a room by myself. I'm just going to be fucking screaming, yugging beers, and punching the wall. Party like it's 24. Come on, Start baby. it right now, baby. Come on, baby. I'm conducting that trade. As long as Mike Denbrock gets signed. Yeah. That's a, that's the caveat. What else? Uh, uh, I have one more thing, college football wise. Okay. Um, I saw this was actually from, um, a barstool podcast. I forget. I think it was Big T that did this. So shout out to him. Um, but he compiles like an all name team for people that got signed, not King Large, but that was another guy that was on there. Uh, did you hear about the defensive back that is going to Oklahoma State? No. Going to be an Oklahoma State cowboy named Willie Nelson. Oh, yes, my guy. Dude, I mean, come Willie on. Nelson is a uh, gr- just I mean, iconic. You and, and also like you couldn't go anywhere else besides a team that's nicknamed the Cowboys. Right, 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 for like, sure. That's so like perfect. That's poetic justice right there. They're they're throwing up the the guns. For Dude, their every, every time Willie Nelson, come every time on. Willie Nelson makes a good play, he's just got a double gun. What position does he play? Corner. All so, right, not bad. So like, break up a pass, da, 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 da. anything. Interception gets tackled, gets up. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, just got to be constantly letting the guns fly. That's good. That's good. Um, what else? Football or not football? Sports wise, do you have? Uh, do we want to go into the Rashard Mendenhall tweet? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't prepare a full breakdown of both sides here because I think it's been pretty played out on the internet. It gives well, me so, hope. So I saw Will Compton's 
tweet. And so he put out his team. Hold on, hold on. Fill in the people that don't know about the yeah. original tweet. So Richard Mendenhall tweeted uh, something along the lines of like, uh, can all you – former running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, for anybody that doesn't know, he's black. Um, he said, can all you white guys stop talking about football? None of you guys even know anything. Can we replace the Pro Bowl with an all-white versus all-black teams going against each other? And he was like, "I'm." He was like, "I'm your guy's goat." First of all, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. Not even close. Christian McCaffrey, ten times better of a player than you are. So, is what it is. Um, and then it sparked the whole debate of like, if there was a white versus black, how would it go? It's a lot closer. Than you think? Uh, yeah. Well, I, so then, so I don't think we're favored. No, but I don't think it's as big of a blowout as you think. Because, I also, so I also saw that. So there's there's the discrepancy of like what do people who are mixed, right? What right, side right. do they go to? Yeah, I'm not and here then, to determine that. Well, so the, the best one that I saw, and the, no, we're just it was it was if you're mixed, you go. To the black team. If you are Samoan, you go to the white team. Oh, okay. I can get behind that. Yeah. We, so get, then, we get Puka. Yeah. So then everybody, you get, the the white team gets the Samoans because they're technically like a U.S. property yeah. and not, not uh, territory. Property. Territory. Um, but so Will Compton made the all-white team. And let me tell you, not as bad as it seems. Uh, quarterback. You can pick between Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. This is current, by right, the way. Right. We go all time. I think it's even. I think it might be skewed. A little, not skewed, but I think it favors. It's a. This is this this. The idea of it, I think, is very funny, and it definitely played it out on social media. It makes me uncomfortable talking about it. Nah, I think it's still funny uh, regardless. Just in general. Because people are way too politically sensitive to this these topics yeah. today. Now, I will say, offensively, I think the white team could, Solid. Be, could be pretty good. Solid. Well, the defense is where I'm a little yeah, bit concerned. Dude. I saw a stat the other day. The last time there was a white starting cornerback was, on was the Giants. 2002. Yeah. That's insane. And Will Compton had Christian McCaffrey playing both ways. Yeah, dude, you got it. <laughs> Well, so so th- this is why I'm reading Real Compton's thing because his last addition to the defense—I don't know if you saw this—was maybe the funniest thing I've like. What he put in his notes. So he this is all from his notes app. So quarterback Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, running back Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, you get two tackles. He's taking Lane Johnson, David Bakatari, Bakatiari. His guards: Quentin Nelson, Zach Martin. Shout Notre, to Notre Dame. Dame. Baby. Shout out to Notre Dame. Uh, center: Jason Kelsey. That's a fucking A-plus offensive line. Yeah. He ain't getting anywhere. Tight end, maybe the most dominated position on the field. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, Sam Laporta. Easy. Easy domination there. Um, wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Adam Thielen, Hunter Renfro, Trent Taylor, Scotty Miller. Not bad. Pretty solid. Defense. Edge, outside linebacker, uh, TJ Watt, Max Crosby, and... Joey and Nick Bosa. We're still really Damn good. Damn near is fucking still really, really right good. Now. Linebackers, we've got Matt Milano, Logan Wilson, Joey Jewell, 
uh, Cole Holcomb, Bob Spillane. Not the best. And and that right there, I think, is the start of the downfall. Sure. Well, the the corners are Riley Moss, Cooper DeGene, who's still in Iowa, <laughs> and Stephen Bonner, who they're not good. Torched. <laughs> uh, so this one was the funniest thing. This is where I started fucking dying laughing. You get we get we get you get Harrison Smith in there. Okay, safeties. Harrison Smith. Yes. Reed Blankenship, who's also good. Christian McCaffrey. Come <laughs> in there both ways, and then yes. Kyle Hamilton, quote, light-skinned but went to Notre Dame. <laughs> so we get him. He, he does not count. <laughs> but that that was funny. And then he has special teams, uh, kicker, any of them, punter, any of them, long snapper, any of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't, just keep the ball in front of you. If the, if the throw goes past five yards, the white team is done. The other tweet that he had was like, he was like, listen, I don't think we're that good. He was like, but we run time of possession. We keep the defense. We keep our defense off the field. We win 13-7. to 7. This is, this is uh, Notre Dame fans trying to talk themselves into beating Alabama in 2012. Dude, if, if you did not watch Will Compton on Twitter the past couple of days, it, is some, it was some of the funniest content I've ever seen. Like him talking about uh, like who what his, his – I won't go into it, but his whole thing about who gets put on the black team versus the white team for people with mixed races might be the funniest, like, unintentional comedy bit I've ever seen. And that's why I'm glad that people way, way more famous than us are kind of taking this and running with it because we don't have any right to say he's on this team. Him sitting there, like, there's a video of him explaining everything, and he's breaking it down. Like with with an open journal and a and a pen, like doing numbers and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the funniest video I've ever seen in my entire life. Shout out to Will Compton. That was fucking hilarious, dude. And Richard Mendel. Yeah, the the the, the um, like the 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 talk that centered around that tweet is legendary. Yeah, I mean, you're never gonna beat that. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Also, shout out to the one dude who tweeted uh, maybe one of the funnier tweets that I've seen in recent time. Um, as a Big Ten, as a Big Ten fan, are you rooting for Michigan to beat Alabama? And then shout out to the dude who nope, co-tweeted nope, it. Nope, nope. What? You're not going to say what I think you're going to say. Nope. Moving on. Go um, go look for that because it's a number one liked reply in that. <laughs> if you find that tweet, look up that exact tweet. If you're a Big Ten fan. Are you rooting for Michigan to beat Alabama? And then wa- look, go scroll down to the number one reply. <laughs> it's so funny. Michael won't let me say it. I would say it right now. What? Uh, what? Do you have any other sports talk? Did we talk about Shohei going to the Dodgers? The Dodgers are cheating. That's all I gotta say. They're not. They're not. Che- well, they are. They're cheating. They're just creating future problems that they don't no, have to solve but, right now. But that's the thing. Like, it's not actually future problems. It is. No, but it's not. Because they don't... You don't have to pay him. Like, so Shohei deferred... What 618. It, 18, $18 million a year? Yeah. Um, or no, $68 million a year. Because he was supposed to get $70 million a year for 10 years. And yeah. he deferred it to $2 million. He's, he's getting $680 million at the end of his contract. But they don't have to pay that all at once. 
they can pay it out over however long they want it to be. That's the part that's fucked. It's not like they they have to pay him a lump sum in 10 years and that's going to screw their salary cap. They could realistically pay him... If it's $680 million at the end of 10, they could pay him... Six, another 10, 10 million a year for 68 years. So why doesn't everyone just do this? That's the fucking problem, but that's fucking... I Fuck them for doing it, dude. Fuck them for doing it. I, dude, I would take the best free agent, and I'll be like, dude, I will pay you $5 million a year until you die. But also, like, like, Shohei doesn't need that money. Why can't we make those type of contracts, though? Because Jerry Reinsdorf's an asshole. Not, not we, the White Sox. Why don't just teams do that? I'm hey, sure a lot of teams do. I'm going to sign the best prospect that I can, and I'll pay you $4 million from now until you die. I'm sure they do. Doesn't matter how long you live. I'm, I'm sure teams do. That's why that's the whole thing with Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah. Bobby Bonilla has been getting paid like a, a mil and a half a year for the past 30 years. I mean, it, I think it's a genius move. I still think they're cheating. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. They're cheating forever. Fuck the Dodgers. They're the new Yankees. I still hate the Yankees more than them, but the Dodgers are a bunch of dickheads. Shout out to the NL West. No, fuck you. <laughs> Eight dicks. Uh, anything else sports-wise? Not that I can think of. All right. I don't know about you. I have uh, quite a few dumb thoughts to run past you. I just have two. I have four. Do you want me to go first? You want? Me? Let's go back and forth. Okay. I'll start because uh, I got okay. more. How often do you think about your own name? Uh, a lot because I have two. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you? I don't know why I wrote this in my notes app, but like, I was thinking like if you're a pro athlete. And, like, Christian McCaffrey is just, like, running the ball down the field. Do you think he's like, mm, I'm Christian McCaffrey? What? Like, sometimes I'll just be sitting at my desk working, and I'll, be, I'll think, like, hmm, I am Michael. Like, that's my name. I just, it, I swear to you, it pops into my head probably twice a month. Just like, mm. you on drugs? I, I, my name is Michael. I am Michael. I don't, like, think about it like that. I think about it because, like, people have to say my name in, like, a, the job no, that no, I work. No, I'm saying, like, like, do you think about the fact that you are what your no. name is? No, Like, <laughs> you, you think, honest to God, Christian McCaffrey breaks a run out to the right side. He's cooking down the side. No, line, I looking mean. Looking up at the scoreboard <laughs> being like, I am Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, his you name. Think he his thinks name? that? No. But I'm just, I'm hoping that I'm not the only person that thinks that. I swear to you, twice a month, I'll just be sitting doing something random, and I'll be like, Michael. I am Michael. Like, that's my name. I, that is who I am. No, I can't say I'm that often. Twice, twice a month. month is pretty wild. Yeah. Once every two weeks. Yeah. Every time you get a paycheck, you're looking at, I am Michael. That's, that's me. I mean, I guess in that sense, sure, but. Something for you to think about. Yeah, sure, I guess. What you got? All right. Um, so I heard, uh, it was, I was listening to the radio. Nice. The other day. 
uh, and you know when they like talk fast at the end of shit? They were talking about some company. I think it was like some trucking company. And they were like, blah, 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 blah. We're an equal opportunity employer. Mm-hmm. Who isn't? <laughs> Feels like something that you don't have to say, right? That's like that's like me coming up to somebody and introducing myself to you and being like, hi, I'm Jack. I'm not racist, by the way. <laughs> and then they're like, wait a second. Why'd you say that? Kind of seems like you're hiding something. Like, you are racist. And then... They're an unequal yeah, opportunity like, employer. Fucking, you shouldn't... You, you shouldn't it, have to you say... You shouldn't have to say equal opportunity employer. It should just be implied that you are an equal opportunity employer. Agreed. I was like, I think about it because I heard it so many times. I was like, yeah, good. Good for them. And then eventually I was like, wait a fucking second. Shouldn't fucking everybody just be that? Yeah. It's almost 2024. That yeah, shouldn't have dude, to be in your, like, disclaimer Shouldn't have to clause. be disclaimed that you are an equal opportunity <laughs> employer. That seems more... Although, although... I think they're just covering themselves because people are crazy. No, sure. Yeah, it's 2024. People are crazy. Yeah, yeah. People are thinking about their names all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about that. I was like, dude, like, imagine, imagine that's like a, prom- but what I was saying is like, that's a promotion for that company, yeah. right? Yeah. Like a promotion for myself. I'm going to start introducing myself. Hi, Jack, not racist. Fucking wait a second. Thanks for letting me know. Why'd you say that? <laughs> I just wanted you to I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. That I'm not. It's like I don't know, man. Kinda seems kinda seems like you are. Nobody yeah. would say that willingly. Yeah. Um next one that I have I wrote brain freezes. Haven't felt one of those in a while. Are you expecting me to be like, oh, yeah? <laughs> Just, when was the last time you got a brain freeze? I don't know. I haven't eaten anything or drank anything cold, like super cold in a while. You want to go get a McFlurry and see who can drink it faster? <laughs> we'll see who gets a fucking brain freeze first. I'm down. I'm so down. To I do feel that. like those were just kind of a staple of childhood. I'm. I'll do it live on the podcast. <laughs> I'll, we'll we'll chug a McFlurry and we'll see who gets a brain freeze faster. All right. Those things sucked, by the way. McFlurries? Brain freezes. Oh. <laughs> Dickhead. Okay, I think McFlurry sucks. <laughs> I was going to say, I think those are pretty good. Although, Culver's concrete mixers, so much better than a McFlurry. Culver's, I've just come to realize. But isn't is that just kind of like ice cream? Custard. Same, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, but it's like you get to mix in your like flavor. Yeah, but what things. am I thinking about with the McFlurry? The McFlurry, I thought was like the, like, it's like icy. Like a- no, 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 no. What's that? Mc, Mr. Freeze? That's from Dairy Queen. Ah, that's what I'm talking Mr. about. Mr. Misty. Mr. Misty. That's what I'm talking about. No, no, no. This is... A McFlurry is ice cream. It's like okay. a shake. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the... It's Mc, like with the, the square straw. I'm talking about the Mr. Freeze. That's what I'm talking about. The Mr. Misty. Mr. Misty. Yeah. Let's get one of those and we'll chug that. Mr. Misty floats so that you get the ice cream in it. Yeah. We'll chug that and we'll see who gets a brain freeze first. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. I'm down. Uh, my next one. Have you seen uh, Neil the Seal on TikTok? <laughs> no. Yeah. So there's this guy. There's a seal in Australia that has been named Neil. He is a uh, thousand pounds. He's a fucking fat seal. My guy. And he just fucking like terrorizes this town in Australia. Oh, what? He's a bad guy. Well, no, like not really. But like, 
terrorized in the sense of like he like goes in the water and like will sleep at night and then during the day he just fucking lays in the middle of the road and he's like fuck with me dude i'm neil the seal and then everybody will take everybody will take videos being like neil fucking get back in the water mate and then he's just like (laughs) and then that's the entire video dude it's been i fucking love it dude (laughs) I've been doing a deep dive on Neil the Seal from Australia. I hope that the the stardom doesn't get to him. Dude, it's already got to him. He runs this fucking town <laughs> in Australia. And it's the best that he, like, doesn't, like, he, he'll just go, but, like, it's a port town, so, like, he just goes back into the water and then comes yeah. back out, and he's like, all right, time to terrorize you again for the day. Yeah. I'm Neil the Seal. Bang. Shout out to Neil. Uh, dude, he honks at him, too. You ever hear a seal honk? It's mean, dude. I don't think so. It's like an eighteen wheeler. Like a nice. right back at you. Nice, nice. I was uh doing some volunteer work recently yeah. around the holidays and uh we were writing letters to people in like assisted living facilities. I've come to realize how great it is to sign off letters or emails in a slightly less formal way. Okay, how so? So, like, normally, like, my emails for work, it'll just be, like, thank you, comma, space down, my name, my position, my company, my phone number, blah, 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 right? I sign these things off. My favorite one that I ended it with was stay groovy. How you doing? (laughs) Did you add, like, the little disco emoji guy? This was handwritten. Oh, you should have drawn in the little disco emoji guy. I, I did a stay groovy. I did uh, peace, joy, and happiness was one of them. It, I mean, I had no idea what to write, and those the ending closing signature just kept me going. Can I suggest a huzzah? huzzah that's a good one, yeah. Like a huzzah, comma, Michael. Yeah. It's it's so I formal, especially as I am Michael. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> it's so formal most of the time, especially in like work emails, and to be able to sign it off something different. It's good stuff. Try it out, dude. I love a good huzzah. Yeah. What's the thing that you can say forward and backwards? Spell the same. Uh, isn't it a palindrome? Palindrome. Hannah. Huzzah. And race car. Boom. Last one for you. Please tell me that you know who Gail Lewis is. Yeah, the chick that retired from Walmart. Okay. Have you seen the most recent saga about Gail? Nah. This guy went down to uh, her location in Illinois and uh, had her sign a Walmart safety vest framed it dude how much is going for and put please it up, tell me it's like 10k put it up on auction okay it was, all the proceeds are going to whatever charity that gail decides it goes to in the first four hours of this thing being on auction it was over 20 grand let's go dude shout out to gail lewis <laughs> logging out for the last time i think it was legend. morris illinois <laughs> dude legend <laughs> I, I don't know what it ended up selling for, but it was over twenty grand in the first four hours that this thing was up. Okay, like that's as funny as that is. Imagine being the dickhead who bet twenty grand on fucking the Gail Lewis fucking Walmart vest. I mean, it, it's going to charity, so he's not really a dickhead. But 
Yeah, but like kinda. Like he's bidding it at auction. It's like I'm pretty sure he still has to like pay taxes on that shit. No, I think it's a tax write off. If you bid on some, uh, well, it depends. It's going to charity. But it's it, but it's it, technically it a donation. Di- yeah, but does it go directly to the charity? Yeah. She like it's not Gail going just, through. No, Gail just gets to pick what charity it goes to. Ah. Well, I was saying, like, does it go through the seller's hands? Oh, I have no idea. Because then, that then the seller has the seller gets the write off if that's the case. Beats me. I don't know. Get fucked. Over twenty k for a Gail Lewis autograph, elite. I would have paid fifty <laughs> dollars, cents. K. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is where we are wrapping up. Shed some light, episode two hundred fifty-one. Hope everyone has a very merry Christmas. We'll be back uh, sometime this week before the Notre Dame bowl game. Yes. Uh, so, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.